show is brought to you by Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care. Featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more. Bringing you only the best, straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today at www.arganissima.com. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Welcome back to the iHealth channel, iHealth Radio with your host, Hurricane H, new day, new show, new topic, new guest, and uh, a, a topic that I think anyone, I don't care where you are, <laughs> what your background, it doesn't matter in the world, health is, is everything for us, and, and, and we appreciate that. And uh, today we're going to give you a spin on health, uh, and, and my, my guest has, is actually a writer and an author, he's got a book coming up, we're going to talk about that, but he's someone who experienced a lot of things in his health. And uh, because of those things, he's been in doing a lot of research and work, and um, he discovered a new paradigm. <laughs> it's really the alternative to your health, and that's really what we're going to talk about, and it's vitality. And what does that mean? What is vitality? So without any further ado, I have with me, Matthew Lavasco. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, my man. It's so good to be here. Excited to share with you. All right. Well, listen, I'm excited. I want to hear about all the vitality. I mean, vitality itself sounds like, you know, yeah, I mean, sounds good. <laughs> exactly, man. Yeah, so, exactly. <laughs> so, so, but I know we're going to talk about all the good stuff, but, but let's, I know you have a story because uh, I, I was reading about your background and how it all started and all the things that you had to deal with, you know, years back. If you don't mind, is that something we can share with the audiences and, yeah. and what led you to today? Absolutely, man. And without going too crazy down that rabbit hole, right? Sure. And we talk about our stories and go on forever, right? Um, but, you know, it, it actually started, um, I, I grew up in a, in a medical model. Father was a doctor, mom was a nurse, nurse practitioner, and obviously tremendous amount of perks to being, you know, in that, uh, have access, that kind of access. Um, and at a very young age, 20, uh, before the age of 22, I had five orthopedic surgeries. Uh, my orthopedic surgeon had a boat. I think it said Matt on it um, because I was basically there every <laughs> summer. Um, but I, I was a three-sport athlete and uh, soccer, baseball, and basketball. And, uh, you know, like so many of us, uh, just went all out, loved sports, and but I was always injured. And I was completely immersed in the, the, I'll call it the medical or healthcare model, uh, inside of taking care of the physical body there and, you know, getting surgeries, physical therapy, um, you know, and it definitely got me through high school. Almost I'll say, uh, had to stop playing baseball before I was a freshman and in, in uh, high school, um, my basket, my soccer career ended in uh, my junior year because of knee and ankle problems. My basketball career, this is the most painful of all, man, uh, ended a, mo a, a month short 
of um, my in my senior year season, about 40 points shy of scoring a thousand points in high school, which, you know, for a little guy and a little, you know, that's kind of a big deal. You know, I'm it definitely is. not going to the NBA, but, you know, it's kind of cool. Right. So that was brutal, man. Um, and so I, I dove into trying to figure out like, what is the, what is, what is wrong with me? Like, like, why am I breaking down so fast? And why do I constantly need surgery, medication, PT? Like, and you tell me what to do. That's one thing about me. You tell me what to do. I'll do it, but I'm going to, I'm all about results. So I'll do your thing, but what is the result that I should expect? And it got, I had a, a, a transition. Like I would say a huge moment for me was when it was after diving into exercise science. I mean, I don't know how many certifications I have. I, it's insane. I, I've lost track. I, I've studied with as many, you know, experts in the field that I can get my hands on. I've traveled all over the country. My wife and I have moved 18 times since we've been married. It's amazing that we're still together after I've dragged her all over the country, but she was on a similar mission. And early on in my, in my journey, I, I, you know, I, I just learned as much as I could about strengthening the body. Um, and mostly because I'm like, I'm 25. I feel like I'm going to be in a wheelchair when I'm 35. Like what's going on here? And I got to, I would say the strongest, and I'm putting that in quotes that I've ever gotten. I was, I don't know, maybe 215, um, you know, 8% body fat, bench pressing 385. Like I was strong again, quote unquote. And I would say, man, I finally arrived. Like I, I, I overcame all of my brokenness, right? Like, you know, this is great. And I'll never forget. I was working out with a buddy in New York city, Upper East side, and we were going for a PR in the military press personal record. And I was sitting on that bench feeling really good, you know, and, and, you know, he's barking those words of encouragement. I remember unracking that, that, that weight and, you know, pressing it over my head. And I was like, Whoa, I can't believe you. I just pressed that over my head successfully. I literally got off that bench hurricane. And I was like, I think I've arrived. Like I am the man, like, there's no doubt about it. Like I, 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 I finally overcame everything. And within seconds, my right elbow went and I couldn't move it. Oh, wow. could not move my elbow. It was literally dangling. Like my, my lower arm was dangling from my upper arm. It hurt so bad that I had to put my other hand underneath it. It was brutal. And so, you know, I had my orthopedic surgeon on speed dial at that point. Um, so I'm dude, like, I think my elbow exploded. (laughs) We got to go in and get the surgery, like stat, like right now. And I, and you know, he was a good dude, my, the orthopedic surgeon and he's a friend of my dad's and I went in there and, you know, I'm like, I'm ready, dude, like do what you got to do, you know? And, uh, you know, he did his orthopedic examination, he did the x-rays and all the things. And, and he said something to me that forever changed my life. He said, I don't see anything wrong with your elbow, man. The x-rays look fine. Excuse me. Like, what are you talking? And for whatever reason, how I heard that was so impactful on me because of everything I had been through that it was like, I was like hit by a two by four. I was like, whoa, wait a minute. They don't have all the answers. <laughs> like, I know it sounds so obvious, right? As I say it now, this was t- close to 20 years ago. And, you know, we can look into the fact that my dad was a doctor, you know, dad knows everything. Dad's a doctor, doctors, you know what I mean? Like we can go into the psychology of that, but I was just in the relationship that, you know, we'll 
the doctors can't figure it out, then I'm really in trouble, right? And he said to me, hey, we can go in there, meaning like we could go in there, open you up and see what we find. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. yeah, I think I'm done with that approach. Like, I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm done with that strategy. Uh, I think it's time to try to find something else. And it was that day that I got, I would say obsessive would be a word. Um, to really find answers um, that I, I felt like few people had answers to. And so that triggered me on a journey. Um, and I dove into the, I'll say, why are we recommending what we're recommending to people? So why are we recommending this exercise for someone who has elbow pain? Why are we recommending these foods for somebody who has high cholesterol? Uh, why are we recommending these things to people who have anxiety? So I went into the the principles of what I think of as the health paradigm, right? Mm -hmm. And and over the last 20 years, managing my own stuff and, and my wife, who's been right next to me through that whole journey, she has quite a story too. Um, we really realized that the health paradigm will never create vitality. So let's define those words, right? Because we're using these words that, that are thrown around. So let me just kind of give you my operational definition of those two words. And, and actually, if you look up health, the definition of health is the state of being free from illness or injury. Mm -hmm. Please tell me there's more. C can you please tell me there's more than that? Because <laughs> I don't like, that just sounds terrible to me. Like if healthy is the state of being free from illness, like, do, is there any other options out there? Because I don't want that one. Like, this it seems horrible. And so this idea of vitality has always kind of been floating in the back of my mind, this word just, and I loved when we were doing, talking right before we got on air, you're like, Matt, vitality, I just feel like there's energy there. It's like, exactly, exactly. And so you look up vitality and the definition is exuberant physical strength or mental vigor. Oh, okay. Okay. That one sounds good. <laughs> The capacity for the continuation of a meaningful and purposeful existence. Yes, yeah, sign me up for that. Oh, the power to live and grow. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I, I okay. Thank you. I'll take. I'll take option two. Thanks. Right. And so I started to dive into. All right. Well, if the health paradigm, all the recommendations we're making on the health paradigms to avoid illness, and and injury. So those are all the principles there. And so the principles like, you know, strengthen your core to help with your back pain. Um, you know, don't eat sugar, uh, you know, and oh, pursue happiness. Like those are health paradigm models that I would say are not helpful and not conducive to finding vitality. Mm -hmm. What I have seen, and with your background, Hurricane, I think you could probably, you, you probably could have seen aspects of this that few people have, but the money is in illness and disease. It's not in the <laughs> prevention, right? You know, I, I had a mentor once say, you know, when, when, when you had a village back in the day and you had the medicine person of the village, you know, if everybody in the village was sick, the medicine person would be fired. Like they wouldn't benefit as, you know, from everybody being sick because, oh, well, at least I have all these people to treat. You know, business is great. Everybody's sick. The, the the medicine person in the village would have their job when everybody was well. And that's not how our system's set up for, you know, and I'm not going into like, I'm not, I'm going to say, let's just call it the, the unfortunate collateral, um, you know, unintended consequences of our system. Okay. We'll just leave it at that. But, I like that. but I do find that, um, God, man, I wanted more. 
I wanted more than, you know, uh, take this pill. Hey, if you got anxiety, like do this breathing thing and I think you'll be better or let's eliminate negative beliefs or I don't know, all of the things that I would say are mainstream out there. What I found, especially through the deep dive, is it just created dependency on the system. So whether it was managing my physical body, whether it was managing my systemic system, so systemic you know, nutrition, sleep, all the things that influence our systemic system, and then our mental, emotional mindset psychology, the mainstream approach, everywhere I went, and I took deep dives into all these things, it all led to dependency on the system, not empowerment of the individual to create the most meaningful and purposeful life that they could, that they could create. I didn't see that that was being offered to people. And so the last 20 years, and it's been a ride, man, let me tell you. Um, I feel like I have extracted the principles of vitality out and it's, it's my mission to live that number one, but also to share it with as many people as I can. Okay, I want to take a brief because I didn't want to cut you off. It was pretty good. The flow was right there. So, so there's so many things that we can break down just from this part of the discussion, and I know we have more to go. Uh, so, the first thing is I, I just wanted to to go back to the early days, right? You know, and and what stopped you at your high school level when you for basketball, baseball, and stuff. I I wanted just to, to to talk about that for a minute. I mean, ultimately there was there was some condition that that made that happen, and you you said that your body was not you know, just, just giving up and uh, you've gone through surgeries and stuff. And uh, now again, I'm not going to ask about the, the, what the condition is, but, but, but what I wanted to talk to uh, the audiences right now is that that's the problem that we have when we're young, we don't know better. And, right. and unfortunately, and, and, and I, I see that with my kids, they, you know, and again, I remember my days too. Like you, you you think that your body is just made of, you know, steel and you can do everything and you don't understand there's dynamics behind it. And you can, you can push it to the limit. You said I'm bench pressing 380. Uh, that's great. I mean, I remember those days like, yeah, and you yeah. got a spot on all this stuff. That sounds good. It looks good at the time, but to your point, like to what's, what's the end of that? We do that because we think that's the cool thing to do. Mm -hmm. And, and it can have real detrimental, you know, when you said my, my shoulder was this, I thought actually it was broken. So, so it's amazing when you said, when you called the doctor said, there's, there's nothing. No, but when you said the doctor says we got nothing there, I mean, that was like, well, wait a minute. Cause that completely threw me off. But, but the idea <laughs> is that seriously, me too, man, me too. <laughs> yeah. When he, when he did this and it was just dangling, I was like, okay, I think that, you know, just, you didn't feel it at the moment. Cause I've seen those incidents where people actually break their, their, their bones. And, you know, after especially weight, I mean, there's only so much your bones can take. I mean, eventually you'll crash. And, and so that's what came to mind when you were saying that. Then I realized it was beyond that, right? Something more, there, you know, more, more, you know, uh, deeper than that. And, but, but the idea, just the importance of this for our youth and, and, and even parents listening, you know, uh, we are conditioned to, to sort of like, you know, your kids, you play, you do this, and we push sometimes to the limit and that's okay, but you have to understand your body. And, and I've had actually shows about understanding your body, understanding what you're capable of. Not everybody has the same body. Actually, I just had a show where we talk about not everybody's built equally. Not everybody has a certain type of body. And so therefore you can't assume that you can do exactly like everybody else, just because you can do it doesn't mean I have to do it. 
I got to do my own limits, but I have to understand that. But most of us, we don't do that. I mean, there's peer pressure and it's big with, with high school, right? Um, and it's big at all levels. More, but, more now than ever, I would say. Oh, yeah. I have two teenagers in high school. Trust me. I know. <laughs> you know, it is tough. And I have I have an older, you know, kid who went through high school and, and, and that wasn't as bad, to, you know, about, you know, eight years ago, but now it's, I don't know what's going on. I think the pandemic did have an impact, you know, literally on, on the psyche of a lot of us. And uh, it is, it is, you know, difficult times, but, but really people are willing to wanting to do this, that, the other, but your health. And, and, and so, so now you destroy your health sooner than you should. <laughs> that's one thing. That, that's one way to look at it. And we don't realize it because your body's still young and, and, and it's still going to keep, you know, giving you, but it's like, it's like you're taking a car brand new off the lot and you just like going crazy with the car the car's still hot but it's not gonna last 10 years <laughs> it might last a year it may last two years but you gotta destroy the engine and everything else that's what we do to our bodies we're we give it in like you know oh i feel great okay good but how long can you resist that and then by the time i mean i i can relate to some of it personally i've been in martial arts all my life and but i've been cautious about it because as you know, martial arts is impact. And, and, you know, uh, when I did Taekwondo, there was a lot of kicks and, you know, your knees eventually, you know, give up on, it looks good. You know, it's, you know, it's nice kicks and everything, but there's a lot of pressure and a lot of work that your knees are taking. Um, and, and eventually, you know, uh, I've had a lot of friends who had knee surgeries and I, I, I when I saw that, I kind of reduced my, my scale because I do not want to go through that. You know, I, I had, you know, experienced pain and it's bad. Not good. So, so you, to your point, you try to find another way, an alternative way to, to stay healthy. So again, I just wanted to, 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 to highlight that piece about the youth. So again, as an advice, you know, uh, it's great to have all those, those things and, and be doing all the athletic stuff and be active, but know what your, your body, your physiology, physiology, like your anatomy, what you have and whether you can sustain some of these things or not, you know, and, and then of course, now you were raised in a medical, you know, environment, that's even easier. I mean, you, your, your dad, your mom, you know, okay, we, you're good, you know, and, and it's one thing, but, but even that you said it yourself, even that is not really, and it's funny, you're the first person who actually defined health in, 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 in all my, my shows. This is the first <laughs> time someone actually defined it as what it is. And it's, it's weird to hear it from you when you said it, I'm like, huh? I mean, and I think even audiences right now watching, they'd be like, really? That's all? Yeah, I mean, that's all there is. You're not sick. <laughs> You're healthy. So so it's really, that's the, that's, the, that's the whole thing. It's not a lot to it. I mean, it's a good thing. You know, we don't want to be sick. But are you really like living to the fullest? That's the difference. Are, are you getting the best of your, you know, health uh, exactly. or your body and all, all and your environment? And so I think that's the whole thing. And health is more than just physical, mental and physical. You mentioned that too. So, so, and I want just to allude to one more thing, uh, in, in that, that first, you know, intro there, uh, one about, it, it is funny that you said the system and, and without going to politics, unfortunately, everything that has money attached to it tends to become more of a business than the mission. Uh, it is just unfortunate, but that's just the nature of the beast, right? Yep. It's been, it's been like that, you know, when everything gets capitalized and it's all about capitalism, money, 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 you lose the flavor of, you know, what the true mission behind, you know, all these things. I mean, yep. medicine, and I've had great doctors actually on the shows and we've talked a little bit about where that's going. I mean, it's become more political. It's become more about just, you know, how much profit. I mean, we've seen it through the pandemic. We've seen it before that, uh, you know, we've seen it with pharma. We've seen it with a lot of things. It's it. Yeah. We cure or we, we attempt to cure 
but we don't prevent, right? <laughs> so, so it's it's one thing, and and it's because it keeps the cycle, keeps it going, and 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 again, everything. I mean, you're talking about medicine, even to become a doctor, you're already in a lot of debt by <laughs> by default because the school now is a business, and and you have to pay those those four hundred thousand dollars, you know, loans before you get out. Mm-hmm. So you're already starting where where money is the driver versus the actual mission, and so that's already like you know a tough place. And that's changed, you know, uh, that, that, that's become the standardized, you know, version today. That's why a lot of people kind of reach out to, you know, alternative medicine and Eastern medicine and stuff like that, because they do need the, the additional piece. But I'm not saying that that is good about it. And it's always about the doctors themselves and about the, the people that provide the service. Uh, but, but the healthcare system itself is convoluted, is very complex. And again, there's so many moving parts and people think like, okay, well, the health system, the clinics, the hospitals. Yeah, but these are people working. There's businesses. There's families. There is, you know, bills. There is, you know, so it, it so the money is attached to that. And as long as the money is attached to it, you know, people are gonna well instead of doing, you know, twenty, you know, uh, clients or patients an hour, we're gonna do like forty, <laughs> you know, and we're just gonna say hi and bye, right? So that's kind of like, and that's that's really the dynamic behind it. And I can I can you know, like I said, coming from that world and even from us. I mean, see, it's funny because I, I work in the insurance world. We try to do the opposite. We want people to stay healthy because we don't want to pay a lot, <laughs> you know, because it's it's fact, right? I mean, you know, you want to keep people as healthy as possible. That's how insurance survives. Otherwise, if everybody's sick, you know, you're not going to, you know, you're going to, you know, fold, right? It's so the more yeah. it is, I mean, it's like the other way around. Like you want them, you know, but then a doctor says, well, the insurance doesn't pay, <laughs> you know, when they ask for stuff. So it's a very, very contradictory world. And you know, there's a lot of pushback before it. And the, uh, but it's amazing. But you said it, you looked in that world and that's what you found, but then you needed more. And then you started looking into this world, the word vitality. Like you said, I mean, you and I, we had like, it's just it's vitality. It's like, you know, <laughs> you know, you think about a spa and getting yeah. nice and getting excited. As a matter of fact, it's funny because uh, I, I cruise a lot and Royal Caribbean on their, uh, some of the ships, the, their spa is called vitality. <laughs> So, 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 so that's, that's the first day I came to, I was like, okay, I like it, (laughs) but, but, but so now you, you've, you've worked, you know, 20 plus years right now into this mission for you first, but also to share it with the world. And I, and I, I love the mission and what you're doing. And now you have it also going to a book that, that kind of really just puts all that in place for people so they can see it and read it and maybe apply it. So, so, but what are some of the things that you've done, you know, uh, in, in alternative to really kind of find your vitality and, and your better health uh, and the new paradigm, if you want to call it that way, you know, or the alternate health, you know, version. Uh, what are some of the things that you've done throughout your path, you know, towards this level or towards today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, great question. Um, and it really comes down to breaking down the principles behind recommendations, right? And so I kind of mentioned, it's like, okay, well, why am I, why are we recommending this? Like, what's the reason for it? And so I really started to ask the why question a lot. Um, And honestly, there weren't a lot of people that could give me a reason beyond, I'll just say, you know, some canned expression like, oh, why, why are salads healthy? Why am I eating salad? Well, because they're healthy. I'm like, why? Well, well you know, it because it's, you know, roughage and low calorie and, you know, it's good for you. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, right? Um, why am I doing these exercises when my, when my back hurts? 
well, you have to strengthen your muscles. It's like, well, strengthen for what? Like, this is the thing about, to your point before, like why kids more than ever have to be more mindful. And I will say there are some phenomenal practitioners out there that are doing it differently. So where I grew up, you know, 20 years ago, it was very different. Like there's lots of sure. incredible people out there who have, who have asked the same questions I have. I'm not the first to say this, ask this question. So there's incredible people out there, but this idea of strength, right? I think there's so many words that are being thrown around out there that nobody's really defining what that means. Well, what do you mean strong? What do you mean flexible? What does that mean? Well, you know, you can touch your toes. That's flex. That, that that's flexible. Like, if you can touch your toes, that measures one thing: your ability to touch your toes. Does that mean I can go play golf? Does that mean I can go walk? Like, what does that mean? Like, and so I really became quite a nuisance, <laughs> if I'm quite honest with you. And would ask people these questions. Got kicked out of a lot of conferences and da 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 and. You know, like, oh, we want to put people into a stress state in order for them to lose weight. I'm like, well, why do we want to do that? Why do we want to activate adrenaline and cortisol? Like, I, I, I just explain to me why. I, I just started questioning the fundamental accepted truths that I didn't understand and didn't make sense to me. And I found very few people that could actually give me a good answer. And that's why I traveled all over the country. And, you know, I'll start with movement because that's kind of what we've been focusing on. But could, if we have, you know, if we have time for the others, we can. But one of the things I found was, was a foundational principle that all fitness and physical therapy and everything was based off of was the study of a cadaver. So we studied a cadaver. We looked at the muscles. We saw that, you know, for example, the bicep orientates here and inserts down there. The hamstring orientates in the pelvis, inserts down on the tibia. And and then we, we, we looked at the muscle and we said, oh, okay, well, the bicep, what the bicep does is it flexes the, flexes the elbow and the hamstring flexes the knee. It's like, okay, I'm a dead person. So how is that <laughs> helpful to somebody who's throwing a baseball? Because I can tell you this, the hamstring's not flexing the knee when you throw a baseball and the bicep is damn well not flexing your elbow when you throw when you throw a baseball. You know, when you bend over, your hamstrings don't flex your knee. So, so that was a major flaw that I saw that everything was built off of, you know, mm -hmm. this idea of, oh, your knee hurts. You got to stretch your hamstrings and strengthen your quads. Oh, your back hurts. You're because this muscle's tight and this muscle's weak. All of that was based on isolating a muscle on a cadaver and extrapolating its function on a live moving, you know, body. And so that, that was step one. It's like, okay, well, if the hamstring's not flexing the knee, then what is it doing? Right. And found people out there, um, the Gray Institute, I would say, is at the cutting edge, and I have nothing to do with them. Like, like I just give credit where it's due. Um, and and they they were the first they were the first people that I ever heard talk about. And I believe this is their term. I'm not really sure, but chain reaction biomechanics, which is basically like what the hamstring's actually doing. And what's so fascinating about, you know, you look up hamstring on in any anatomy book, it says it's a, it flexes the knee. Well, in a lot of cases, it actually extends the knee. And you know what I mean? Like, it's like, whoa, that's crazy. So getting on a leg curl machine is actually really bad <laughs> because it, the analogy I use is saying that the hamstring flexes the knee is saying that the, a mom's job is to change diapers. That's her job. That's what she's for. Okay. If you want to get punched in the mouth, say that to a mom, 
right? Okay, yeah, they can do that, but good God, they do a lot more than that. And that's that's what they and the hamstring is beyond complex, crosses two joints, three-dimensional, could be loading in one dimension, shortening in another. I mean, you're talking about an infinitely complex system that we have oversimplified. And we're applying rehabilitation and strength in a way that I think is insulting to this to the body. And so how did I rehabilitate myself? Why can I throw a baseball today? Why am I able to do all the things I was able to do? It's because I actually understand what how the system works from a movement standpoint. And so that was step one. And then I kind of take took that same obsessive like approach to nutrition and mindset. And 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 that's honestly how I can say to you here today, Hurricane, that. I honestly feel better at 44 than I did at 20, 22. And that doesn't mean that, you know, I, I, you know, that I don't have the, the things that people can have. Like I'm not, it's not perfection, but my God, do I feel like I'm, I'm fine. I'm living a life of vitality. And 20 years ago, I was just struggling to be healthy. Wow. That is, that is a powerful quote right there. <laughs> Living vitality instead of struggling with health. I mean, that's that, I think we can quote that, you know. Uh, but 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 I love what you said about the the three things you kind of mentioned. One is the health part, the nutrition part, and the mental state or the mindset. Right? These are all tied in, and and I love also the concept that you're talking about, like the why. You know, you know, it, it is. This is for everything. We all kind of follow. We don't lead. And and, and, and unfortunately, in, in the majority of us are just followers and not leaders, and we're not questioning things. We never question things. Just, you ask anybody, like, well, that's how they do it. Okay. Exactly. I mean, that's like for everything. And 100%. we can go from religion to, to physics, to medicine, yeah. to food, to anything. Like, Across the like, board. I, I want to give you a good joke. I mean, so for food, right? Like, uh, you know, um, in... Uh, I, I was born in Morocco, so so we have Moroccan cuisine. And uh, a lot of stuff, like my parents, my, my mom would, would say, like, well, that's how they were cooking. That's how they did it. You cannot mix this with, mix that, with, with the other one. I'm like, why not? You know, <laughs> throw in sugar, you know, to something. I'm not saying sugar is healthy. I, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of sugar. But I'm just giving an example. You can throw cinnamon in, 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 in a food that people probably like, what is that? And, and have a different flavor. That's how you develop. That's how you improve. You don't just stick to like the old formulas of food or the old formulas of anything. Because, again, if we stayed that way, like I made the joke yesterday at a different show, we will not be having these discussions. You know, people are like, we can't possibly talk to someone in a different state, you know, live. <laughs> okay, we can't have a phone. We can't have a plane. We can't travel. You know, it's never. Somebody questions mm -hmm. and, and, and asks the, the right questions and the tough ones and challenges the, 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 the status quo. Mm -hmm. And ultimately, you know, a change happens. But those, and those are the pioneers and those are the ones that make a difference in, 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 in our history, right? Mm -hmm. And But unfortunately, the majority of us will, whether you go to work or anything, like nobody questions because they said so. Okay, yeah. well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, how's that going to help us, right? We're taught uh, not to question in a lot of cases, right? I mean, yeah, listen, I mean, again, not, <laughs> let's not talk politics, but, but, but even within a democratic state and democratic, you know, you know, constitution, there is that, but, but you got extremes. You got people that you can't even say anything because then you're, you're, you're not happening. And then there are places where you have limit to what you can say. And if you cross the line, you have a problem, right? Mm -hmm. So, so, but again, that, and there's, there's a reason for that, because if you, if people start questioning they sure. rise, they yeah. wake up. Yeah. And it's like, again, the matrix, right? Blue pill, red pill. Uh -huh. 
Blue pill works. Red pill doesn't. Red pill is dangerous, right? So, 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 that's a that's a big movie. I mean, I, I love that 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 uh, the One whole the, concept, the whole concept the behind it. If you yep. if you deep dive in that movie, it's a lot more than what people think. Absolutely. But but the fact of the matter that is reality. That's where we live. We live in a matrix where we are conditioned to certain things. And, uh, you know, anyone that questions sometimes those things is kind of like, you know, an extremist and something bad. And, and you know, we don't want your opinion. Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? You know, this is the way we do it. But you you challenge all that. You did it. But you did it for the right reason. And I think everybody does that for the right reason. Sometimes people do it for the wrong reason. They want to challenge, sure. right? And they want to be testy. You know, we're not talking about those types of people. We're talking about challenge in a positive way, like something that can be change, life-changing, something that can change your life personally and others. I mean, you did it for you, but, but if it works for you, it can work for me, it can work for everybody else. And I think that's, 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 that's honorable because that's really, you know, the true mission of, you know, research and pioneering and stuff. I mean, like I mentioned a previous show, we talked about the different types and body and, 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 and you know, that my guest was actually working towards, you know, identifying new ways, you know, to determine what body you, you fit in and not just standard. Cause we were talking about the type body, like the regular, you know, type one with everybody's chisel and stuff versus like, you know, skinny fat. And, that, and that's a different show. That was but, the gentleman with the skinny fat. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. I, I listened to that one. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 but, but when you think about it, it makes sense. Why do we always have to have, this is the only standard. And you said it, we, we use the cadavers, you know, you know, uh, as, uh, as, as the, the standardized, you know, version and we did testing and we, we build everything from there. It's like, it's like, it's funny, just like the dinosaurs. Who says that dinosaurs, they look exactly what they show them on TV. I mean, we have bones. Nobody saw the picture of them. So they could have complete, I can actually make a whole new picture with a face that, that is different on those dinosaur bones. And does that make them real? <laughs> you know, that's just what we've been told because somebody took those bones and kind of portrayed a little bit what they could look like based Interpretation. on. Yeah. So they just went backward, but it doesn't mean we have seen a physical dinosaur that is completely frozen and we have a physical, <laughs> but it's the same concept, right? You know, we just, cause somebody's doing it a certain way. doesn't mean that's exactly, but we accept that. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, we can go into evolution. We can talk, talk about a lot of things. We can talk about religion. Some people debate that's like, well, who said, who said we, yeah. there's so many, but questioning things is powerful. And again, it's powerful, but it's, dangerous because you question things you become alienated very easily and sometimes it's difficult the good news is you question things in the right way so, <laughs> so you didn't you didn't challenge and by the way even even when you look at uh for example eastern medicine naturopaths and and you know uh, and, and some other you know type of you know offshoots of medicine they 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 they, they get a little bit tight with because they're like now we don't believe in your concept this is not approved this is not this this is not because it's not standardized it's not the formula you have doctors that are actually anti those things and they they kind of move away i mean we've seen a debate big debate in the pandemic about you know the different treatments for covid and things like that and and so you have both sides of the, the spectrum and people sometimes they they do it for the right reasons some people do it because it's the way to do it and that's just how they're being told to so it's challenging but but you know again we, i, I kind of rumble a little bit about this whole thing about questioning the why and i think that's a powerful piece just because it is important to highlight that when you ask the right questions you kind of find the answers you don't ask questions you're not going to have the answers you're going to have whatever they tell you and whatever's out there yeah. and and so you took that and you worked with it now you said you traveled a lot so I, I, and just to clarify, what was that like to travel for? I mean, was that like to research things and, 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 and to find something? Yeah, it was, it was, it was honestly, I mean, some of it was, um, 
I would say I would say most of it was trying to find a place to learn what I wanted to learn. And and what I realized was um I became a mentor junkie. <laughs> I like that. That's so, a good junkie to be yeah, right. No, no worries. <laughs> I, I just found people, I don't care where they were, that I believed were creating results from um, a different mindset, a different paradigm. Um, and literally just latched onto them. I mean, if I found out what kind of coffee they liked and I had it for them every morning, I mean, I didn't care what they wanted me to do. I just wanted to be around them. And my best mentors allowed me to ask the questions. Mm. Um, and those are the ones I'm most grateful for, um, because they had a conversation with me. And to your point, I find it, um, off-putting would be one way to put it when um, people aren't open to a conversation about things. They just want to dictate to you what you should believe. You know um, I, I'm not, I don't want to convince anybody of anything. Okay. I, I want to present some ideas and some, some things that, and again, as I said before, my bias is results. That's my bias. Right, not some institution that I'm associated with, or some, you know, um, something that I'm connected to. Right, uh, it's about results, and so um, I traveled all over the country looking for these practitioners because I knew they existed. Man, I knew there's some brilliant people out there. You know, but most of them were operating outside of the model, um, and so you know, I've got, I've got some standard educational degrees and all that stuff, but I'm going to tell you, that's not where I learned any of this stuff. It was all outside of it. Uh, and so that's why we, we traveled all over the country. The biggest move I made was my first mentor in California. I grew up in Northeast New Jersey. Hey, um, my digs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. We're Middlesex County. Um, and oh, no. I think we're in the same township. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. We got to talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> but I moved across the country. I mean, I was, I, I was a month out hurricane from going to a chiropractic school, uh, up in Northern Florida. And I had a, a gentleman that I was studying with, uh, he worked for the national Academy of sports medicine, um, and I just really hit it off with him. He he was probably my most influential mentor I've ever had. And, you know, we lost touch a little bit and I got on the phone and I'm like, man, I think I'm going to just go to chiropractic school because I don't know what else to do, man. I mean, I got to, I got to make money. Like to your point, I'm like, have, I'm married. We're going to have kids. Like I can't keep trying to find myself, you know, like I, I, gotta, I gotta be responsible here. Right. And he's like, but Matt, you don't want to go to chiropractic school. And I was like, oh dude, you're killing me. I, I go, I know I don't but I don't know what else to do. I'm like, tell me where I can go to learn what I want to learn. Like, is it in, you know, Tibet, Egypt? I don't care. Like I'll go, like, just tell me where to go. And he's like, well, um, I'm learning from, he met the guy who started the gray Institute. His name's Gary Gray. And was talking, it was really talking about this chain reaction, biomechanics, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, man, I think, I think you should, you know, I think, I think this is going to be like a new profession. And that was the magical word. I'm like, oh my God, new profession. That's exactly what I feel like is needed. And he's like, well, while you're in chiropractic school, why don't you just come visit me in California and we'll study? And he's like, just send me your schedule. And so I sent him my schedule. This is kind of funny. And it had me like flying out to California like twice a month, you know, for the weekends. And he looked at it, he goes, um, are you like married to Florida? Because why don't you just move to California and we'll we'll study this together and open our own clinic? I think I showed up at his doorstep the next day. 
God bless my wife. Like, can you imagine, honey? Um, we're not going <laughs> to just move to Port Orange, Florida to go to chiropractic school, but now we're going to leave because I'm going to study with this guy named Lenny who has a small studio in this basement, like in the middle of Pasadena. Like I didn't have this conversation with my parents until I was on my way to California for, for good reason. Um, <laughs> well, that's a great idea, Matt. Yeah. Forget about chiropractic school. Go study with some guy in the basement in California. Great idea. You know, good life choices. And it was the best decision I ever made, but that was that was what I did. I, I just, if there was one thing I would say was I wasn't willing to settle and I'm so grateful for it as hard as it's been, God, man, was it worth it? Well, thank you Matthew, for sharing that. And, and, and I, it's very funny, but I was going to ask you about the, so in all this, what was your parents' opinion about your decisions? Because, and then you kind of answered, the, you answered well, it in a way that you said, I didn't yeah, tell they, them until they, I left. <laughs> they, they, they were always supportive, but you know, in that, Oh my God. Were they traditional? Yeah. My yeah. kid's about to do something stupid, but let's try to support him way. <laughs> you know? Like, how do we, oh my God, Matt, um, why don't you think about it? Maybe it's not the best idea. But at the end of the day, they always had my back. There, there's no question about it. Um, but yeah, I mean, like any parent. Well, I don't know, man. <laughs> well, well, from the parent, from the parent side, I get it because I, I, I probably do the same thing with my kids. I, you know, they, they, they think they know better, and we think we know better, and we always clash on that one. But mm -hmm. you know, from a medicinal, you know, perspective, because they're both in the, you know, the healthcare, yeah. uh, you, you're speaking a different language to them right. now, and and you're like almost, you are shifting the dynamics on them by For by sure. coming up with all this. Uh, so so how was that, you know, reaction? Yeah. Yeah. In the beginning, you know, like I said, they were open. Um, and you know, at, at first I felt like I had to like prove that I knew what I was talking about. So it was very like me getting into d arguments with them because I had to prove it to myself. You know what I mean? Um, but I would say that like over the course of engaging with them over the last 20 years, they have been wickedly open to the conversation. My dad, especially, um, you know, he would tolerate some crazy questions and be like, wait, dad, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this test? Da, 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 da. Um, and he would, he would humor me. I, I would imagine that when he saw my number come on his phone at a point in time, he took a deep breath and was like, okay, let me get ready for this. <laughs> um, you know, but overall I would say it got to a point. I'll, I'll, I remember the day actually, when, um, I, I, one of my siblings, I'm four out of five kids. It's quite a, we have a big family. And one of them were trying to manage some, some situation with their health. I actually don't remember what it was. And they called me and said, Hey, dad told me to call you. And I was like, wow. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that was a moment where I was like, Hmm, you know, maybe they don't think I'm completely insane. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> Well, you know, you were the one that actually challenged it and 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 took off. And and, and again, I mean, when you think about it, uh, bouncing from one place to the other, it's kind of like for the most people, they'd be like, "Well, that's insane. That's tough." You yeah. know, why would and you I do get that? why people would be like that? But like I said, results don't lie. Agreed. But but remember, when people are seeing, they it's like like anything else. You start something, and people don't see your vision; they just see their vision for sure. And and and, and they're not. 
they're not you already have a full spectrum of exactly the steps the process yes. where it's going to look like in 10 years five years <laughs> but no one does you know other than you and that's the problem like even if you try to express it they're like oh no because they're not really seeing what you're seeing and sure. and sometimes we might even be seeing it wrong but it doesn't matter the yes. fact is they're not seeing, and that's actually for everything i mean 100%. you know now you are you have your own book you know uh, and you're creating a whole concept out there and you're trending a whole new thing for people and and you're probably gonna have a whole following if not already and we gotta talk about that now so it makes a big difference right uh but but you know the one the other piece i wanted just to to come but to, to to say is that I, I, god bless your wife because i mean to your point that is not something you're like hey honey let's just pick up we're leaving and we're moving <laughs> another state the next day i mean uh-huh. that is not an easy you know for the most part like you know what we're not doing this but that shows also support is important in every step of the way and Absolutely. uh it is it is a tight you know especially in in marriage you have you know that relationship and uh if you guys are doing it you got to be in it together uh, and, and, and that's actually the story for all successes. I mean, people are together to the end and then you'll find these folks, they make it, you know, and, uh, it's amazing. So, uh, I don't know your wife, but Hey, you know, salute and, and greetings to her and, and Amen. thank, and thank you for the work that she's done. So <laughs> uh, she's contributed to this as well. And I'm not sure wouldn't, if she's part of it. Wouldn't have been done without her. There you go. So, Hey, well, thank you. <laughs> so, 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 so now, now you, you've gone, you've learned, you've started, you know, this, so, so now the concept is in full motion mm-hmm. and, and, and so are you practicing this, this whole concept, you know, I mean, do you get planes that do this? How do people get to your system? Yeah. So, I mean, for the last 20, last two decades, really, I've been working with people uh, one-on-one in a, cause to me, that's the trenches, right? Like to me, that's, that's where I really find out results. You know, um, I, I'm, 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 I like concepts, but I like results better. And so I'll never be out of the trenches because I, I love it. Um, and I feel like that's where the, where the learning and the growing happens, um, where the rubber eats the road, so to speak in the foxhole with people, you know? Um, and so I absolutely work. I, I don't see I am back in my clinic and when I had my clinic in LA, I mean, I was seeing 60 hour appointments a week, but that was a whole nother lifetime where Matt was driving himself into the ground. But, um, you know, I, I, I have a private practice. Um, so I definitely, uh, work with people one-on-one, um, but I have, um, online courses. So, uh, putting together courses to educate people on these principles and, and really my mission is to empower people. Like I've been in, in systems and organizations that create dependency, you know, and, and, and I am not interested in, you know, putting you on my 401k plan as, as one of my first mentors said, which I loved that. <laughs> like our goal is not to put you on our 401k plan, meaning like you pay us for the rest of your life. Um, you know, just, we'll just set up a debit from your account every month. Um, and, you know, so, it's to me, it's about empowering people with the tools that I believe they'll give them the ability to create the most meaningful and fulfilling experience, whatever that means to them. Like, I'm not here to tell you how you should live your life, but I'd love to give you the tools so you can create whatever that is for you. Um, and so those are what my courses, online courses, um, you know, I, I, I do a lot with helping people really pin down, like this is a whole nother conversation, but this idea of this idea that we should like how to create happiness. Like I, I feel like that focus puts people in the wrong, throws people in the wrong direction. Um, this idea of 
ch- chasing emotional experience as the outcome. Mm-hmm. I think we're missing the mark there. And again, this, this, I don't, again, I, this could be a whole nother conversation, but um, to me, emotions are a communication system. They're not the outcome. And so when you live a meaningful life, to me, we want to live a meaningful and purposeful life. It doesn't necessarily mean a happy life. Um, when you're living a meaning, your, your life, your purpose, your meaning, the byproduct of that is fulfillment. The byproduct of that is happiness. And along the way, it's going to be hard. It's going to, there's going to be all the emotions, which are just communication systems that are kind of tapping you and saying, Hey, something's not right here. We need to pay attention. That's what all anxiety is really saying to us. It's not something that I feel like we need to mute. It's something we should listen to, right. And say, okay, well, you know, I, I was in a part of a personal development organization for eight years. And the whole mantra was never ask why you're feeling anything you're feeling. And I used to teach people that. Um, and I realized how, how not helpful that was, um, because we were muting the communication system and it didn't, it didn't go away. It just got louder. And then there was this idea that, oh, you just need to work harder on yourself. Oh, you you just have this pattern or, 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 or destructive pattern of anxiety that you need to, 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 to fix and, you know, just keep coming to the programs and we'll fix you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh man, this is starting to get a little icky. I don't like that. That doesn't feel like an empowering thing. And so, um, you know, really empowering people by giving them tools that and in that space that are rooted in our biology and physiology is why I said, well, what's the purpose of emotion? So I asked the question, like, why are we turning this off? Why are we turning off the stress response? Why are we trying to avoid and mitigate stress? Why are we doing that? What's the purpose of it? Like, why don't we ask that question? And, and, and incredible researchers like Aaliyah Crum and Kelly McDougall, I mean, they're they're like if you if you haven't seen their research like i would invite i would recommend everyone check it out because they're say they're seeing that the the way you look at the stress response is having the biggest impact on how stress affects you so the more we look at stress as a negative thing and something we need to avoid and mitigate the more and this is they've shown this with the uh, the arteries you know, in the heart. And, and when, when you, when you have people look at stress as a bad thing, that's, that's was the variable that had the arteries constrict through the stress response. Mm-hmm. When people would look at it as a something to leverage that the system was, was supporting us with resources to address something that needed to be addressed and embraced the stress response in the different ways people do, they found that the, the arterial walls, weren't, there was no, no mal health effects. I was like, wow, that is amazing. Right. And that the health response has this hormone that's secreted that I'm sure you've heard of hurricane oxytocin, mm-hmm. which, you know, in some circles, I think only in California are called the cuddle hormone um, because it, 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 it's a hormone that, that basically uh, has you become more want to engage with other people and want to be socially connected that hormone is released in the stress response. So this, our physiology is literally there supporting us when we need it the most. It's giving us the resources to take action. And it's also got this hormone that comes out and says, hey, you should probably reach out to somebody. I just, that just blows my mind. Like, I just think that's so incredibly cool and how amazing the body is when we actually start to ask, why is it doing what it's doing and not assuming 
it's doing something to inhibit our day to 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 be a problem you know and maybe it's doing it because it's trying to help us <laughs> and and uh, that is there's a powerful point and uh, yeah it's, a, it's i mean i'm listening to you and <laughs> it just gets you like again i feel the vitality because all these concepts to your point when you you can listen just just right now i mean not even sitting with you or getting to a session i get the vibe that you know going through the process will ultimately make a big difference in your life. Anyone watching and listening right now probably has the same feeling or at least get a little gist of it. And you know what? Uh, we should look into it and, and and this should be our sole mission in life because you can't have anything else if your health is not there and not just so much the health because we said health is just the lack of illness, but really, you know, living the life that you you deserve, not beyond yeah, just, just not sickness, being really out there, outgoing, happy, mentally, physically, the whole nine and feeling the greatest. Yeah, but I don't believe we incarnated to not be sick. <laughs> Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I mean, not being sick, you can just be like, blah, just sitting. I mean, you're not sick, but you're not living either. Right. So, but you know, I mean, really, when you think about that, like you want to have that, that again, vitality, it's oh, just yeah, a whole, yeah. and, and it's really, the words are powerful because when you think about it, just the, the concept itself speaks for its own. I mean, you, you said it, I mean, it's just a big difference. And, and especially when you compare it side by side, yeah, I mean, like, this is what I want to be. I just don't want to be healthy. I want to be vital, you know, vital, vitality, you know, full, you know, <laughs> you yeah. know, complete. So, 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 so now that, that takes me to, to one question. I know you practice in one-on-one and you said you do this also um, uh, remotely, I'm assuming, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So now you can do this worldwide. So anybody can actually access you and, and, and the services. Uh, what would the program uh, kind of consist of? I mean, is it a long-term commitment? Is it a, you know, what are the stages? Yeah. So it, it really, you know, it depends, right? The classic yeah, sure. answer to that question. But um, it, to me, it depends on what the person's coming to the table with, right? I mean, I would say most people come seek help, help when there's a problem right? Where, yeah. when there's pain, like pain is a motivation is a motivator, right? So I don't have a ton of people that have come to me and say, Matt, I want to learn how to create vitality in my life. Like, like vitality doesn't sell, yeah. <laughs> right? You know, getting uh, you out of back pain. We'll, we'll make it, we'll make it. So all right, well, you know, it's just human nature, right? Yeah. And so most people come to me um, when they have a specific issue, maybe it's a relationship in their life. Like I'm doing a masterclass, you know, actually in a, in a week right from now on relationships. And it's, it's, it's navigating the things that I've helped people navigate for the last 20 years, you know, you know, uh, intimacy in their marriage, managing, being a parent, co-parenting, um, you know, all the different things people are navigating out there. And what I do is based on whatever it is that they're, they're, they're in place of pain, whether it's, you know, um, some type of dynamic in a relationship or physically with their body um, or systemically, I just teach them the, I call them the vitality principles and not, don't even teach them them, but show them how to apply them, um, you know, to engage. And my, my, the way I set it up is I think of it as, as coaching and mentoring. I kind of think of those two things as, as two different things. To me, coaching is much more hands-on. It's like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk every week, man. We're gonna be on top of this. We're gonna we're gonna make calibrations. I want to I want to see that the results are happening. We're gonna we're gonna really move you at a high touch way. And usually, I start people at twelve weeks, so it's ninety days, and we're high touch, right? After that, we assess and say, all right, we now that you have these tools, go 
play with them, we'll connect once or twice a month. And that's where we kind of transition into more of a mentoring, right? Um, and then, you know, I'm here when you need me, but go live your life, go do your thing, take these tools and go create what you want to create. And hey, I'm here, you know, um, be part of the community, you know, pop into one of our, you know, groups or whatever, um, if you want to just be with like-minded people. Um, but that's kind of how I set up uh, my coaching. Um, and then as the classes go, like I said, I mentioned a master class, and that's just high touch with people, right? It's their smaller groups. And um, I, in every part of my masterclass, I work with people one-on-one as well. So not only do you get the weekly connections and teaching the principles, but I, I do two, two private sessions with these people so that we can get really specific about their thing. Cause some people aren't, you know, comfortable sharing, you know, airing sure. their dirty laundry in a class. Sure. Right. So I create the space for us to have, you know, more customized one-on-one, but, but again, the mission is to empower people and, and to have them stand on their own two feet uh, and not be dependent upon. I need to talk. I like, I got to have my session with Matt. If I don't have my session with Matt, I'm not going to make it through the week. Like, no, no, like that's not what I'm interested in. Basically teach them the rules and, and of engagement. They basically lead their own life. You know, yeah, I think life. I'm a sports guy. Right. So it's like, Hey, I'll teach you how to dribble. I'll teach you the crossover. I'll teach you how to shoot free throws. Like I'll teach you all the things you need to go to play basketball. But now you got to go play basketball. You right. go, go play. <laughs> right. And, 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 Oh, you want to learn how to do the spin move fade away. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's, let's create some time. I'll show you how to put that move together, but I'll go like, play. I'll, I'll like well, again, that, that's where it's happening. Right. I mean, you, you the best way to learn is by practicing, right? And, Amen, and, and, it doesn't and happen any other way. Exactly. You you teach people like you know what to do, how to do it, and and, and dynamics and and the whys and 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 the, the potential, you know, uh, scale of it and and results, and then the rest is on them. You know, and they exactly. can how high they can jump. It's up to them. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I get people say to me, Matt, aren't you so tired of telling me the same thing over and over again? I'm like, no, that's called training. You know, when I was a basketball player, you know, I had this tendency to throw my elbow out. So I probably heard a million times, Matt, get your elbow in, Matt, get your elbow in, Matt, get your elbow in. Like, why did I need to hear it all the time? Cause I need to hear it all the time. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. You, you remind me of that uh, Is it the miracle uh, with um, uh, the, the hockey team, the hockey team. Yeah. It was yeah. like, again, 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 <laughs> I mean, Vince yeah. Lombardi, right. Mastery, yeah. Is, yeah. mastery of fundamentals. Like I can't remember the quote, but it's all about, the repetition of the fundamentals like you know everything I mean, it's yeah. it's you know muscle memory and memory and and you got to do it over and over it becomes i mean in bruce i think uh you just you got to do like bruce thousands Lee, exactly. of before you can get one punch you know so yeah what does he say i fear i don't fear the man who knows a thousand kicks i know i fear the man who's done one kick a thousand times they, 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 that's exactly brilliant right. man like that's it. Right no, well, that's that's right? the actual yeah, that's the actual expression. <laughs> but 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 the, the concept is is powerful. People don't realize that you know, that's what makes an expert an expert is they've done this over and over and over. It's second nature. They know preci- precise you know <laughs> you know well, measures the precise movement everything. We're sold to, quick fixes, right? Well, it, you know, uh, that's the way that the, the nature of today is. I mean, everything Correct. now. I I, I you know. I, Totally completely different. But if you watch, if you look at TVs, you look at even stuff that we use in, in the households now, I mean, everything is 
meant to be lasting for a year or two years, but you go back 50 years, these things lasted, you know, a whole century, you know, yeah. they were like made, you know, because people were not, it's not, it was not commercialized where yeah. you have to keep buying stuff. Now it's like, you know, you just want to use it for two years and then it breaks so you can get a new thing. It's unfortunately, that's the thing. So it's really just quick fixes and just, you know, move on. And it's a whole different world today, but, but changing the dynamics, that's what you're doing. I mean, you're really, it's, it's a new paradigm, <laughs> you know, for your health. You know, and I think that we're going to keep that, 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 that word in, in our title today as well as vitality. So now, now we've talked about your practice and how it goes. Now, where can people reach you? Um, the, the easiest place right now is just probably my website, which is just MatthewLabosco.com. Um, All right. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm on Facebook and Instagram, but I'm not going to tell you that I'm very active there. <laughs> I'm learning how to do all that stuff. Uh, you know, and my book is coming out in December. So obviously I'm, I'm, I'm making myself more available now in the book. Um, December 4th is when we're going to be publishing. So I'm very excited about that. Um, but my, my, my website's probably the safest place for people right now. <laughs> all right, good. And we'll, we'll have the link of it, you know, on the description of the show. Now, what is the name of the book? Health to Vitality. All right. So, so I like that. See, so I think, I think we're going to have a spin of that on the show today. So, so <laughs> not, that's your talented book, but I'll, I'll take some of that and put it into a different perspective, but we'll have the same, you know, I guess, uh, message going on. And um, uh, you said it's in December. Now, is the book a, a, a concise version of everything that we talked today and all your the programming or is yeah, it just I mean, different outlooks? Yeah. It, the book is a, is, is a, definitely has my story in there. Um, um, kind of how I got to where I got. Um, it definitely breaks down those three, I call, I call those three components of, of the health model, which is, you know, exercise movement, um, systemic nutrition, and then mindset psychology. So those three, I kind of break down the health paradigm and where I feel like the holes are. And then I give people the vitality principle. I call it the trilogy of vitality, which is movement, the systemic and the mindset piece. Um, and there's just a ton of resources in it. And so the goal was to give people everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you could read that book, you'll have everything. Um, you know, uh, I'm here to help you implement it, of course. Um, but the, there's, there's videos, there's resources that come with the book, there's templates, like there's lots of things, um, which is actually why it's not being published sooner because the book is done. It's all the resources that I'm creating with the book to support you. that to support people. Cause it's, it's it, when you shift a paradigm, it's a, it's like turning, it's like turning an aircraft carrier. You know what I mean? Like it, it takes a little bit, you know? So I want to, you know, the purpose of the book is to, to expose, to, to give people another option. That's really the, the purpose. Like, Hey, and let the results speak for themselves. Try these things out. Like if you don't see results, then stop doing it. I, I wouldn't do it either. Um, you know, so as you execute on these things, then just giving people as much, as much support as possible as I can through that process. Um, but yeah, that's what you can expect from the book. Well, you have 20 years of, of proven results and, and you put it all in there. So thank you so much for that. Now, now, and, all, just, and a lot of, uh, ton of case studies too, Hurricane. I just wanted to say that some really oh, cool case studies. And that's powerful because people sometimes they don't just want to take the word. They want to see like, well, what, what, what proves, right. Yeah. You know, and I, there's nothing better than those. And, and, and certainly that's, that's going to just elevate the, 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 the demand for it. I hope that, you know, <laughs> I, I, I know that it will do good. So, so again, we'll support it here from the platform. Now, now um, we're, we're just about the end of the show, but I wanted just to close this with your, you know, 
words of advice to our audiences, like, you know, three things you can tell people before we close today. Advices. Yeah. If I, if I could, if I could uh, invite people to an, a perspective is, um, is just don't settle. Um, like don't settle for anything short of what you want to get out of this life. Um, we have one life to live as far as I know. Okay. Uh, no one's come back and told us otherwise yet. I don't think, but, um, live it fully, man. Like when I think about this life, I just, there's one thing that, that, that drives me it's in, and it's to not be at the end of my life and say, man, I wonder what would it look like if I would have went for it. Um, I think Victor Frankl uh, is really hit the nail on the head when, when he, he said it's really all about meaning. And he has this uh, analogy of second chance. I believe it's Victor Frankl. Apologize. It wasn't him, but like, imagine if this was the second chance you had to live this life. Like, I just love that idea. It's like, wow, this is my second chance. And there isn't a third. Hmm. I, 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 what I, I know, do differently? actually, I, I would say that a lot of people, if they ask that question, there's a lot of things that they might want to probably, or they, I'm not saying regrets because then, you know, Regret doesn't do anything. It's just that, that you would do it different. Mm -hmm. uh, and again, some people may disagree with that, but you know, only they, they know why, <laughs> but, yeah. but the majority of us will probably, there's a few things that we can tweak if we had a chance to go back in time. Yeah, and, man. You know, and yeah. What's, what's done is done, but, but we have today, we have tomorrow. Like, like just, just go for it is all and, I'm saying. Well, we do have a second chance every day. You exactly. wake up, it's a new day. That's a yeah. new second. That's a second Amen. chance. So if Amen. you just look at it that way, you'll be all right. So, exactly. so, so, so. Matthew, thank you so much for today. I mean, this was powerful uh, and I, I, I enjoyed every bit of it. I've learned a lot and, uh, you know, I hope our audiences really, you know, can get a, a nice little uh, advice here and not a lot of good, you know, pointers of how to do and definitely would like them to check out your site and, and reach out and see how and also look out for the book and hopefully uh, benefit from the book. Uh, so that's that's all we have to say. Uh, folks, it's been real. Thank you so much for being with us today. And uh, Matthew, thank you for being with us. Thank you uh, for having me. You're welcome. And uh, so we'll be talking soon. New day, new show, new topic. Bye for now.